97.1 FM, 3MDR. This is The Dotted Line. A lot of new music coming out, including some from Abby Stone. Abby Stone joins me on the phone line at the moment. Hi, Abby. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. How are you enjoying social isolation? I hate to say it, but and I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm actually enjoying it a little bit more than I should be, I think. It's giving me the opportunity to stay a little bit more productive than I probably might have been when I had some extra distractions going on. But, yeah, I'm just trying to make the most of it where I can. Otherwise, it's just a little bit depressing. <laughs> yes. Being you making something out of it, though, you have a new release, a new EP just released. That is correct. In March, at the end of March, I released my third EP, Bad Lady. Um, and it's been really nice to see kind of how it's been performing while everybody's inside and not having the opportunity to go out and perform the songs and kind of get to audiences or do a launch for it. It's, it's performing a lot better than than I would have hoped it would, you know, being that we can't go out and do that. So I'm really, really grateful. Um, and it's it's nice to see what a release looks like in a time of isolation. It's very interesting. Indeed, yeah. Normally you would be out gigging and performing and and pushing the launch, uh, but at the moment you can't. But you do, there's also a, a heap more people with time available to listen to this type of thing just, you know, on the on the radio, on the, on the interweb, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know with me when I'm at home, it's kind of, bumming around or even if I'm in the kitchen cooking something or whatever, I'll have my laptop or my phone, you know, connected to a speaker or something, just playing a random playlist on Spotify or just, you know, having music on in the background as I normally do anyway. So now that I'm inside more, kind of gives me the opportunity to do that a lot more. So in my own personal experience, I'm discovering a lot more new music than I might have if I were working or doing things you know, during the day. So, yeah, it's really cool. I think it's a decent um, time to release any music if you have it. So, it's yeah, it's cool. Tell me about the EP. Where did you record it? So, I recorded it out of my own personal studio over in Point Cook that myself and my manager have been putting together over the last few years. Um, when I started recording the EP, I started with a catalogue of completely different music. In fact, I think only one of the songs that's on the Bad Lady EP is one of the first songs that I started with when I started creating this, you know, body of work. Um, but I had a bunch of songs that I had written and I was beginning to record. That, that were great songs, but when I kind of sat down and tried to come up with a title for the EP and kind of cherry-picked lines from a lot of those songs, there was nothing that really came together as a clear concept or um, an idea. It was just very kind of scattered, so... I don't know, I kind of went back to the drawing board and when I wrote the song Bad Lady, that's when things sort of made more sense to me and it was more of a clear progression into what I wanted the actual record to be as a concept rather than song that I'd just, you know, recorded and thrown to the wall and hoped they'd stick. This was more of a clear, yeah, road of, okay, this is how it's going to sound, this is what it's going to be called, this is how I'm going to market it. And I loved that that fell into place the more that I worked on extra material for it. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm say it again now. Mm-hmm. I've had a long, hard day. Feel like I'm losing touch. They want 
songwriting on these? I did. So everything that you hear on the record I wrote, um, that said, I have a lot of incredible contributions from um, Claude Carranza, who is in the Black Sorrows, or the Kids in the Kitchen. Uh, I've been touring with the Black Sorrows for a few years now, and from the first time I met Claude, I was always kind of even drawn to him, and I was so cool, and he was always really supportive, as the whole band has been. But um, I always knew that I wanted to do something with Claude, but it took a few years to kind of pluck up the courage and, and say, you know, do you want to be on a song of mine? And when we were doing, when we had all of the songs for EP and they needed a little bit of extra, you know, embellishment, I guess, he was the first person that myself and the manager contacted and we just said, do you want to come over to the studio and basically just have a bit of fun with it? And he was so up for it and so encouraging of you know, just being creative. And I think he, he did a number of takes for a lot of the different, a lot of the songs um, and just said to us, you can basically use whatever you want, go for it. And it was such a cool process. But, yeah, in terms of the writing, I did, I wrote it, yeah. Um, tell me about Say Anything. Say Anything was um, a song that I wrote, I think it was after I'd had a little bit of a disagreement with my boyfriend, to be honest. <laughs> and um, it was kind of me just... I hate to use this term because it's so visceral, but it was really me just word vomiting and just saying whatever came to my mind, really. And being that um, I've had anxiety for quite a long time, like I've I've always been quite an anxious person, um, I could feel that that song was 
a product of my anxiety. I was just feeling really anxious about the argument that we had. I, I wanted to just say things that I probably wouldn't necessarily say just for a, re- a reaction. And it felt like, you know, he was probably in the same position too. So, yeah, that song was really kind of just letting my anxiety speak and just letting it have a moment and then coming back down from that and thinking, all right, Turn this into something, turn it into a song, a piece of art, something that you can use, otherwise it's kind of pointless. So, yeah, it was it was a weird little moment, but I really love that song because it gave me the opportunity to write about something that I hadn't before, um, and it came from an experience of just feeling really like vulnerable, scared, anxious, but turning it into something productive, which I really love to do. He says, calm down, get over yourself now Stop acting so damn proud, nothing's that bad now I'm just overthinking like I always do Getting in my head about me and you Make up things that we've never said Like I hate you, I'm sorry, I love you too I need you, I'm worried, I don't love you before about um, the Say Anything song, was uh, Flowers a song that was after that? Were you given flowers or, uh, or not? <laughs> so funny that you should say that. So I wrote Flowers, yeah, not too long after Say Anything. Um, again, it, was, it sort of came off the bat of the same experience. Um, the relationship that I'm in is really my first serious relationship and I think um, when when you're in that position, especially early on, you tend to compare um, to, you know, other relationships and movies and whatnot, and you have this expectation of things being a certain way, and when they're not necessarily like that, when real life 
you know, is, is more what you're dealing with, you, you tend to get a little bit disappointed. And that's how that song came about. And I remember I wrote it, I cried listening to it, and then I was like, I have to record this because this is really real. This is exactly how I feel. It's really simplistic. The first line literally says, why don't you bring me flowers? And I think it's something that a lot of people can listen to and be like, I know this feeling, yeah, why don't you bring me flowers? And it's so beyond that. It's as, as simple and simplistic as that, that phrase is. It's, it's a lot more than that. It's, um, you know, why why don't you call me beautiful? Why don't you kiss me in the street? And it, it, it's a real um, breakdown of those things, like why isn't our relationship like this, this and this? Um, but then I think after I wrote that, and, you know, speaking to a lot of friends and my family and, and even my partner, you know, you realise that that's not real life. You know, you, you you don't get flowers every week just because. And you have to really recognise the ways in which somebody can show you their love and appreciation in other ways. But it took me writing that song and playing it to my boyfriend, which was the scariest experience I've ever gone through, in order to, to come to that conclusion of, okay, I've had my little dramatic moment and then there is a little bit of that satire in the second verse in which I say, why why isn't it like the movies? You know, you say I'm so dramatic, I think you're so moody. It's like, okay, I, I'm recognising that I'm being overdramatic but I, I need to get this off my chest. So that was a really, really interesting experience that I can see the front, uh, the beginning and the end of when I think about that song. It's really, it's really fun to think about for me. It is. It's a really simple, um, beautifully produced song too. Who who did the production on it? Thank you. So, myself and my manager both did the production for that. Um, also, I think yeah, I think Ford um, did a little bit of work for that one as well, um, some bass and whatnot. But yeah, it was something that I kind of came up with with some loops. Really, I wrote the majority of this. Um, whole EP pretty much on my laptop and then took it to the studio and fleshed it out with instruments and, um, you know, some more real-life aspects, if you will. But, yeah, that was a long time of kind of just playing with electronic components and seeing what worked together and then getting caught in to add some bass and some more, you know, real element, real-life elements to it. So thanks for saying that because, yeah, the production of this EP is something that I kind of, you know, stepped in a little bit more for and then I was a part of. So, yeah, it's nice to hear comments like that because it's not something that I've explored before. So. Why don't you bring me flowers or kiss me in the street? You can go without me for days, but reassure that it's not me. You want to be alone, and sometimes I do too. But I'm giving way more love and time and effort away to you. Why don't you write me letters? I know you'd say it's dumb But sometimes I need your words to make me feel some kind of love I know you don't love me, at least not the way I do It's hard not to take it personal when it's personal with you So why don't you bring me flowers?
think you're so moody You say I'm putting pressure on you But I need a little more I need your time I need your all Cause that's what I got to give Yeah, that's what I want So why don't you bring me flowers? Oh, why don't you bring me flowers? Why don't you bring me flowers? Oh, why don't you bring me flowers? Why don't you? You say I'm putting pressure on you, but I need a little more. I need your time. I need your all, 'cause that's what I've got to give. Yeah, that's what I want. So why don't you bring me How do I get hold of a copy of the EP? If I'm listening to this, how do I catch up with you? How do I um, get a – are you doing anything online? How do I get a copy of the EP? What's the go? Yeah, so I am staying very active on social media at the moment, um, trying to interact with people as much as humanly possible. Um, in terms of listening to the new EP, it is available on all streaming platforms, anywhere you listen to music, so Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, um, Anything you think of, it's on there. Um, but in terms of a physical copy, it's all, it's a little bit, um, we're undersized at the moment, but if you'd like to get your hands on a physical copy, jump on my Facebook page, send me a message, and we can definitely organize that for you. Um, but yeah, if you want to listen to the record in the meantime, it's definitely available online. I'm also doing a live series on Instagram uh, where each fortnight at this point, I've been having a chat with a different um local artist just to kind of extend my community everyone that I've spoken to so far is someone that I've never met before I'm meeting them for the first time on Instagram live <laughs> so you can see me essentially making a new friend which has been amazing um, the entire point of me doing that is because if we weren't all stuck inside you know we'd be out on the geek circuit meeting new people that way and that's one of the things that I really love about being able to get out and play live music for people that you get to meet along the way um, and that's something that I'm really, really missing about it. So, yeah, um, I just wanted to I touch base with quite a few people before I started the series and just said, would you want to, you know, have a chat with me on Instagram? You know, there's no pressure. We're just going to have a talk. I just want to get to know more about you. Basically, I just want to make a new mate that's like-minded. So that's a really cool guest on so far. And a really good friend of mine is doing something very similar. Um, I'm sure you know Jenna from the Real Songwriters of Melbourne. Do indeed, yeah. Oh, she's the best. Um, yeah, so she's doing a very similar thing. The only difference with hers is the artists that she gets on are also performing a little bit, and I'm lucky enough to be doing that with her. So definitely jump on and give her a follow. Um, anyone that's listening, Real Songwriters of Melbourne. Um, yeah, so it's really nice to be able to be in contact with people who are so like-minded and wanting to stay active in meeting like-minded people and expanding our community and playing live wherever we can, however we can. You've got two versions of uh, one of the boys on mm-hmm. the EP. One of them is a, a fully produced 
version, as in like instruments, drums, all that type of thing. The other one is a piano-only version. So it's just your vocals and piano. When I listen, I love the song, by the way. When I listen to it, though, I, I sort of, I had this image of you writing it on a keyboard and then taking it into the studio and doing that full produced version and then coming back and thinking, no, I'm going to put that, that, um, the keyboard version on it as well. That's exactly how it happened, to be perfectly honest. I wrote that song, <laughs> I wrote that song uh, quite a while ago. As I said earlier, there's only one song on the EP that I wrote as in the beginning stages of what was going to be the EP, and that was the only one that kind of um, survived, if you will. Um, I actually wasn't 100% for having that song on the EP, but my manager was so behind it, and he showed it to so many people in terms of like a market research kind of situation. And so many people were like, no, this is a great song. And, and yeah, he really kind of vouched for it to the point that I was like, all right, if I'm, if I'm going to put it on there, I want to put the acoustic version on there too because I think that separately they are really two different entities. When you listen to the produced version, it's got, you know, that really poppy you know, electronic sound to it. But mm. when you listen to the piano mix, which actually isn't on the um, the, the physical copy of the CD, so it, it is on there, but it's like a little surprise bonus track that you'll only hear if you listen long enough to the last song. <laughs> right, which clearly yeah, I did, so, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I really love the way that the, the piano sounded with the vocal and just the fact that it was a real nod to the way that I write music. And like you said, I, I wrote it on the keyboard, I wrote it on the piano, I took it into the studio and I worked on it. And that is kind of the only song that represents that songwriting process on this EP. So I really wanted to represent that. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I put it on there. I think it has a really nice place that it belongs. I remember being 15. Falling in love at the drop of a hat I remember being 16 Wishing that I could take it all back I remember when he kissed me Ringing stars right around my head He had me feeling dizzy Until he said maybe we should be friends And now I can't escape this place Maybe here's where I'm meant to stay I am one of the boys like a little sister A confidant, yeah, the perfect listener But there's another side of me I'm a woman who wants affection That don't mean that I crave attention But I would love to be loved But I'm just one of the boys, uh, yeah called me he said i met someone you should come meet us for coffee can't wait that sound was so fun i remember when he kissed her ring of stars right around my head and i couldn't even hate her she was so close to damn perfect and now i can't escape this place maybe here's where i'm meant to Stay. I am one of the boys 
little sister I confide on you, the perfect listener But there's another side of me oh, I'm a woman who wants affection That don't mean that I crave attention But I would love to be loved But I'm just one of the boys Yeah Confidant, yeah, the perfect listener But there's another side of me Oh, I'm a woman who wants affection That don't mean that I crave attention But I would love to be loved But I'm just one of the boy 